You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. In a world filled with cigars, craft beer, comics, movies, and video games, only two men are brave enough to search out all things nerdy. It's the Cigar Nerds Podcast! And welcome to Cigar Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Smoking Joe. I'm Brad Jackson. Dude, my voice is a little raspy today. <laughs> what you been doing? Smoking cigars? Uh, cutting grass? Ninjian all weekend. <laughs> ah. Trying to get you some new COVID variants? Yeah. Not too much like yelling, you know, Kia, whatever. You know, gotta be loud. And what? It's like, uh... Did you just say you saw a Kia? <laughs> yeah, it was a Sorrento. It was purple. <laughs> so, uh, we've got an interesting cigar to review this week. What are we smoking today, Brad? You know, it's funny that you would ask me that, because uh, the only thing I can tell you about this cigar is that it has our name and logo on it, and yes. then some stuff about a, uh, you know, San Andreas Maduro Gordo yeah, from this Real is Men's the, uh, Smoke Cigars. Real Men's Smoke Cigars sells, well... Sure, it's mainly, but also uh, they have cigar bundles. They also have, uh, they can print labels. So I ordered a bundle of Cigar Nerds cigars, and they even came with a badass, like, box. Like, you, you, video people can see it uh, on on the table here. So, yeah, we're going to, I did a kind of a short review on YouTube, but you know, I figure Brad hasn't smoked these yet, so we would uh, have another one here on the show. It is a, the, the, and he can do like a couple different blends, couple different sizes. I ordered the 660s in the San Andreas Maduro. I believe it has Nicaraguan binder and fillers. And yeah, all their stuff comes from like a legit cigar factory in Nicaragua that the big boys get their cigars from. You know, I don't know specifically which one, but they're they come from a reputable source. <laughs> These aren't Philly blunts. Yeah, I mean it. With fancy labels. <clears throat> definitely smokes like a Nicar- Nicaraguan. Um, got the notes, uh, you know, a little bit of a spice up front, um, heavy on the woodiness. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're a fan of Nicaraguan cigars, (laughs) this is right up your alley. I mean, it, it just tit for tat, you know? Um, I know you were telling me, you know, I'm just now getting into, into this cigar, but you've had a couple, and you were saying that, you know, especially the last third just yeah, really me, it intensifies. Feels like the, the strength kind of picks up toward, more toward the end of the cigar, which, which you know, I kind of like that because it's like, you know, normally that's where you're like, all right, we're bringing this ride in for a landing, and this one's like, nah, fucker, here's the, you, you, you thought this, you, you're on the roller coaster, you thought you already went up the big hill, but no, here's another hill. <laughs> It's that last drop in the darkness that you yeah. didn't expect. And that's why I'm glad you know, smoke it with you here on the show because, you know, I, I, like I said, I reviewed it on YouTube, but I'm more of the, uh, I guess, simple palate. I'm like, mmm, strong, tastes good. Where you can, like, you know, give us the actual tasting notes and whatnot. You, your palate's a little more refined than uh, than mine. You're the gentleman. I'm the you know, Neanderthal. Lot, lots of, <laughs> lots of bourbon, lots of cigars, and lots of barbecue. Like, I know what all of those flavors and smells are like. <laughs> so you know that naturally, that's what I'm going to gravitate, you know, toward when it comes to my cigars. But yeah, I mean, just I don't know that one. 
this one hits the throat. Like normally with a 660, you know, you don't get a lot of heat off the cigar, you know, there that sort of but dude, this this like punches you right in the throat, but not in a bad way. Like in one of those like yeah, it's like the way the, the way we like you. Know. <laughs> There's the, I, I like a little bit of a pain with my pleasure, you know. Yeah. Oh, uh, but and also, yeah, we're gonna we're, we got this new classic here. We're gonna talk about a return of of a legend, a man that like you know expected to be retired now, but he's not. There's a new fucking Jackie Chan movie that like slipped onto Netflix like a couple weeks ago, which we talked about on Nerd News whenever ago and like i didn't realize at the time that this was like a net you actually release. remember the topics from nerd news i remember i don't remember when we do them but if we've previously talked about something i usually remember most things dude it's kind of one ear i can't tell you exactly when we first brought this up but i remember us like An watching episode the trailer. 176 now people's gonna be like hey i listened to episode 176 <laughs> man they didn't sh have shit about jackie chan in it but I remember us watching the trailer at one point, and then it's like, forgot all about it. Because, yeah, after we record, it's like all that stuff kind of leaves my head. And then I'm like, oh, shit, that's on Netflix now. I didn't realize this where it was headed. And uh, so, yeah, we're going to talk about... Something episodes, right? <laughs> Did I just pull a random number out of my ass? We're up to... This is 214. Good grief. What so there is doing? an episode 176 or somebody to go check and see what we talked about. <laughs> I can't tell you what it was without looking at the notes, but yeah, we, we yeah, we're, this is 214. I, I was looking up, um, cause I like MC Lars is one of our first like guests that wasn't a buddy of ours. And I was like going back through Instagram trying to figure out when that was. And yeah, it was like 2015 and our first episode was September 2014. So next year we'll be a, done this shit for 10 fucking years <laughs> at what point do we get to retire when we die <laughs> or when it stops being fun but so far i mean otherwise we probably wouldn't hang out that much we like, this is like we're gonna hang out at least twice a month <laughs> well the, it's kind of funny we're all busy like i remember shit. when we started this podcast endeavor and it was like that's so expensive, buying all the equipment, the mics, the headphones, everything, you know, to essentially get started up. Now it's like, it keeps us honest, because if you and I were to hang out right now, where are we going? We're going to buy guns, we're going to have to buy ammo, to shoot yeah. ammo. Hanging out is expensive. <laughs> the podcast, it's like, eh, maybe we have to buy lunch, maybe we've got to buy a cigar. <laughs> That's a lot True cheaper enough. than anything else we would do. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, how many times would we be like, hey, man, we should hang out this weekend, and then we don't because we're both like so like busy with just fucking life. But it's like, all right, we got a podcast, and it's like, all right, yeah, we, we really have to like sit down. So it keeps like us like and sometimes I show up. <laughs> <laughs> but you would probably show up less if we didn't have like a legitimate reason to <laughs> do get together and I'd do. Probably things. show up more. Be like, God, I gotta. I gotta try to talk. I gotta try to come up with things. I gotta try to be entertaining. So much pressure. <laughs> well, I, we'll give you some more. Uh, oh, but anyway, if you do have to uh, fight Jackie Chan, you should probably call in the Strike Force. StrikeForceEnergy.com. Promo code Cigar Nerds for twenty percent off your order. Get I, all jacked up on that caffeine. Kind of feel like spoiler alert. Um, they did, and um, it did not work. <laughs> <laughs> Better call in a different strike. Better call force. in Chuck Norris, maybe. That's <laughs> the only thing that I don't know. Like in the Battle of the Old Men, who you got, Jackie or Chuck? 
Oof. Oh, that's a that's a tough one. I mean, <sighs> Jackie's still doing it. We haven't seen Chuck in a while. I mean, I I think it depends. If Chuck Norris ever lands the roundhouse, <laughs> it's done. But I don't know that Jackie's going to give him the chance. I mean, he's still fast. He's for, still fast. Yeah, he's we'll, we'll get into that into the show, but yeah, uh, we'll be right back with the main topic. Put your seatbelt on. Hey, 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 hey! Slow and put in the hole. It's a team of international criminals. The biggest oil heist in history. It's not personal. These guys are a little bit on the edge. You guys do nicknames? Huh. All the Eagle. Tomb Raider. Full disclosure, there's a lot going on here. I think they're gonna shoot you. Why? Because the first time I see you, I want to shoot you. And welcome back. It's time to talk. You know, you always say that, but we never really went anywhere. But maybe they went there. And they're like, you know, they're like, ah, the intro's over. I gotta go pee. Let me pause this shit for a minute. I mean, I would just pee with the intro. Although us talking probably be distracting. Speaking of pee, I got a story to tell you after we get off here. (laughs) Uh, I mean... I'm into some kinky shit, Joe, but, you know, <laughs> I don't know where this story could go. It's 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 one of those, like, you wouldn't understand it as a skinny person, but as a fat person, it's, like, fucking life-changing. Or a former fat person, you're like, I didn't know I could do that. <laughs> but, yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll get into that later. It's it's not for the, the general public. <laughs> Did you pee in your belly button? No. Uh, so, yes, uh. Hidden Strike, uh, starring Jackie Chan and John Cena. Which, kind of an unlikely duo. Well, I mean, I I was kind of thinking, like, and it did not disappoint, because I was like, I, I, I know both actors, you know, have their serious set of films, but I was like, no, I mean, dude... John Cena's been, you know, I mean, playing in a whole lot of quirky stuff and, and, and that sort of thing. Um, you know, and Jackie tried to go serious with, uh, what was that movie, The Foreigner, where she was like, you know, freaking taken. Or it was, like a, it was like, a, like an actual serious vengeance movie, which is kind of unusual for, I mean, we liked it, but it was like unusual for Jackie. Jackie's more the action comedy guy. And Sienna, when he first... I love how you always say Sienna. What is it, Sienna? It's just Sienna. Whatever. <laughs> you can't see me. <laughs> ah, there you go. But when he first kind of made that transition from wrestler to actor, he tried to go like the serious like action guy route, and I never liked any of those movies as much as I did when he went to either straight comedy or action comedy. He is, yeah, he's I mean, much better as a comedic actor than he is as, like, serious action dude. You know, the, the WWE personality of John Cena, you know, always, you know, camo shorts, you know, 
Like, when he was cast for the Marine, I was like, yeah, I get it, dude. It's totally big as shit, but, you know, like, I didn't necessarily hate the film, but I was like, ah, this is It was, big. yeah, it was something we'd seen before. I mean, yeah. The Rock, pretty much. I mean, he was, he was trying to follow The Rock's blueprint of, like, a serious action dude. And but even The, the same, Rock has gotten more comedic as time But at the same time, like, on. can you blame him? Yeah, like, I mean, it's a successful blueprint. I mean, it's yeah. like... <laughs> like, why try to reinvent the wheel? Like, hey, and and plus two, dude, like, just in WWE alone, I, I don't know what, you know, Cena's grossed, but, I mean, he, he was, you know, prime time, you know, always there on the big pay-per-view matches, that sort of thing, like, you know, very successful in the wrestling world, so there's no reason that, he wouldn't be successful, but I'm I'm glad he kind of carved it a, a niche, like him being super serious, you know, special operator, you know, most of the time. Like, all right, I feel like I'm just watching that same guy that I watched in the ring. That <laughs> I'm trying not to. Yeah, I didn't realize he had range until he stopped doing serious action. Where it's like this is just the wrestler. He happens to like you know be a firefighter or a marine or whatever whatever bullshit he was in, in that movie but like once he started doing stuff like he just needed to nerd up a little bit more yeah. for you to understand once he started he, doing like the peacemaker yeah being peacemaker and in these more i mean hell he's even done a few movies that aren't action where he's like just doing straight up comedy and it's like oh like i actually enjoy his work now more that he's not just kind of a cookie cutter you know action dude like, hey, I'm just big as shit. Put me on something that, you know, I can show off muscles. <laughs> Give me a reason to flex. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's kind of more, like, in that uh, Hemsworth kind of category now, where Hemsworth is big as shit, but then he can do, like, just... He can do the extraction, or he can do fucking Thor Love and Thunder and be, like, completely ridiculous. He's got that kind of, like, range where it's like, I didn't realize, you know... Cena, Cena I wonder how much of the range comes with the freedom to be able to ad-lib and, you know, improvise more so than, here's your script, here's what I want you to do, and, you know, you, you give the actor or actress no freedom. And I think that kind of takes time to develop that confidence. Like, if you're, hell, I mean, basically wrestling is physical improv, so you would think that people coming out of that background would be more, a little more comfortable going off script where I think like, you know, he was, and I may be wrong about this, but his first couple movies, he seemed like he was very much like, all right, I'm going to do what they told me. But like now he's kind of got that, like, I guess confidence. So like, let me try some shit. Like I'm actually well, a funny I, motherfucker. May, and, and maybe that just comes with respect and people seeing like, Oh yeah, on the fly, this dude can totally, you know, do some funny. He's not shit. the meathead dude we hired. Yeah, exactly. He's big as shit. <laughs> Let's you know see what the fuck he can do, and that's like, like in this movie, you know, like all Jackie Chan movies, it ends with like outtakes. Usually, it's like action sequences, or but yeah, there was a lot of like just like alternative lines that 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 uh, he kind of different versions of conversations him and Jackie had. Some of the some of the outtakes were like funny Damn as it, shit. now I'm gonna have to start paying attention to the credits in Netflix series too? Fucking hell. 
That's just Jackie Chan movies. Like, there's always, like, it's most of the time it's, like, video of just Jackie getting fucked up because, you know, he does all his own stunts. But this one, it was more, like, just fucking weird, like, alternative takes of uh, of <laughs> John doing just weird shit. So now you got me paranoid. Now I don't want to say his last name because I'm going to fucking mispronounce it again. <laughs> Big C. Yeah. Charlie? Look out for Charlie up in the trees. <laughs> Wrong movie. But yeah, I'd also like to point out, if no one's done the Googling, Jackie Chan is 69 years old. <laughs> and he's Dude, still a better like, martial artist I'm, than I'm, I am at like four. He's like, it's fucking insane how good he still is at his, his age. Yeah, but at the same time, like, he's done a lot of things that we're still not doing right, Joe. <laughs> Probably a good diet. Yeah, I Plenty guess if, of you, exercise. if you've lived that way for sixty years, you're you're uh, uh there's less mileage on the on the uh, the old machine. At I'm half that age, and I'm like everything now hurts. Which I didn't start getting healthy till my forties, and it's like, oh yeah, I've, I'm trying to offset a whole lot of damage I already did to myself. <laughs> I just put new tires on an old car, <laughs> where Jackie's been like you know in good shape all his life. You didn't even put new tires. You just got you know a decent set Some of used ones. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Just patched, you know, got a couple of patches, you know, at least hold air now. Uh, I, got, I got some, you know, fucking spray paint paint job on, on old rusty. You know, you just put duct tape over the rust holes and you, sp- you know, spray paint over it. It'll look halfway decent. <laughs> Define decent. Although I have seen, like, some people do some shit with spray paint that I'm like, How? Like, I must be buying the wrong kind of spray paint, because my shit splatters, it's inconsistent, yeah. like, there must be a whole, maybe it's the quality of the paint, like, maybe we should stay away from Walmart. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, I did see somebody, like, fell down a hole, like, somebody, like, fixing a fender with, like, brick. They were, like, using, like, freaking masonry to, like, fix a hole in the car, and then, like, like sand it and paint it over it. I mean, the car, the car probably weighs, like, a fucking ton now, but... You couldn't tell that the uh, you know, fucking fender was concrete. It, w- it was weird. I don't know. That's just like the ones where they're like, let me mix some ramen noodles in with this paste. I'm like, that is such bullshit. Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm the one guy that's like, you know, he sees a video of something. He's like, no fucking way, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's like when the kid's like, I tried this TikTok thing and it didn't work. I'm like, yeah, because you... Found it on fucking TikTok. <laughs> that shit's for entertainment purposes only. You, you, if you heard of special effects, why do you believe some shit just because you saw it on TikTok? You're probably one of the motherfuckers who are like, hey, you, if you put your phone in the microwave, it'll recharge. No, it'll fucking melt. That was that was a fake video to make dumb people stick their mu- phones in the microwave. Is that what happened? Oh, yeah. it's People have done that. That was a... A fucking, a fucking fake ass video somebody did on the on the TikToks and a bunch of dumbasses. Although I, I do say, like, the younger years, think back to Nintendo. <laughs> like, you always had that one stubborn ass cartridge to get to work. So my buddy, like, I remember he's talking to me and he's like, "Man, I can't get my cartridge to work." And I was like, "Yeah, man, you just got to pour some ketchup on it." I don't know why <laughs> the fuck I said ketchup, but <laughs> he thought. He he took it for real. Yeah, if you can say something like with a straight enough like deadpan face, people will believe it. It's like so I tell people, 
You never, you don't have to actually be right. You just have to be confident in your answers. Like a, a wrong, a confident, a wrong answer given confidently will get you a long way. <laughs> well, dude, I think this was elementary school. So at that point, like, I think that was the start of, you know what? I might just be an asshole. <laughs> uh, like I'm a trouble. My best elementary schoolhood friend or something. I'm like, yeah, man, put the fucking ketchup on it. Like. Yeah, it was all the the one that was always coming up with like, you know, I never did dumb shit, but I always come up with the ideas that other people would be like, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> and I'll just sit back and like watch the show. <laughs> yeah. But then unfortunately I meet people like you that I'm like, man, we should start a podcast. You're like, yeah, I know how to do that. Let's, let's do that. I'm like, God damn it. No, I was talking shit. And now, now here 10 years later, we're still making a fucking podcast. <laughs> I did this to myself. <laughs> I've spent a lifetime coming up with dumb ideas that people are like, that's fucking dumb. Like, and then I don't do them. And it usually saves me time and money. But then I'm like, yeah, we should do this podcasting thing. Like, I know a guy. I know how to do this. Yeah, we can do it. We can. I'm like, fuck. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, now we're we've made it. We're in the big time. We're we, we get. Walk of Fame guest access at Dragon Con. Ah, <laughs> uh, and we we're up to like ninety two uh, subscribers on YouTube. <laughs> I'm almost we're almost breaking that hundred. So if you're listening to this, you haven't. I don't even care if you watch the YouTube channel, but just go subscribe. Get us above a hundred so we can say like, hey, we've got a <laughs> hundred. That's how it all builds. At some point, you know, Demolition Ranch, ten million viewers. You know, See, the problem is, is you're not videoing yourself doing dumb shit. I do that sometimes. I just don't have the time. It's like, yeah, the the stupid shit I do at the range always gets way more views than like just the standard podcast. Videos. Of course, guns are hell of a lot more interesting than listening to, to our ugly mugs on the in- YouTube. Guns and titties, but I haven't filmed any titties. And that's where you're missing your mark. You got to know <laughs> your audience. That's what we start doing. Like really, like revealing uh, uh, thumbnail pictures that have nothing to do with the show. It's just like. Yeah. Hey, look, there's some anime titties. And it's like, then they tune in and it's like just us talking about fucking cigars and Jackie Chan for an hour. Fucking clickbait. <laughs> but yes, it works. <laughs> oh, it was like, I was watching a thing and they were. I, I, I love how you gravitated toward anime titties versus like real life titties, you know? <laughs> hey, man, that's what the kids are going for these days. <laughs> But yeah, I was I was watching a video of uh, a big YouTuber that has been doing it for like 18 years or whatever, and they were reviewing some of their like original videos with like their current kind of crew of employees, and there's like they're like, yeah, this scene was our thumbnail video because it looks like you know titties, but it was really just him in a bra playing a female character, but they used, used that photo for the thumbnail, and he's like, it got tons of views, and it's not even, like, real titties, it's me. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like, there's something to be said about, uh, you know, titties in your thumbnails getting you, uh, getting you extra views. I would click. <laughs> Damn, there's some hairy titties. Oh, it's a man. <laughs> No, we don't judge, you know. These are these are different times, you know. <laughs> yeah, this was 18 years ago, so it was okay to, you know, dress up as a woman for comedy and not be serious about it. 
Now we have entire movements for playing dress up. It's called the 501st. <laughs> they dress up like trans stormtroopers. <laughs> good save. Good save. Yeah. Uh, so, speaking of stormtroopers, Jackie Chan in the desert. Uh, he, he did not face any stormtroopers. But yeah, so you've got a... Uh, they never give a year, but it's supposed to be kind of like a, I guess, like a semi near future type thing where I think it's sort of semi, but it's very, you know, dystopian, you know, kind of almost Mad Max-ish. Like... Yeah, because they talk about a, the gas war where I, I guess it's like, you know, fucking oil is like serious uh, money these days, which hell, that's could be fucking now, but some kind of like rebels you or You don't think we've had wars for oil? <laughs> well, we never actually called them like the oil war. <laughs> but we know. Yeah. Especially they talk about the the fucking uh whatever road of death which was like the the big highway in Iraq that we bombed the shit out of. See, I thought it was going to be the uh what is it? The death road that's in uh fucking the little single lane winding Oh, the up one the... like through the fucking cliffs and shit. Yeah, that's what I was anticipating. Yeah, so Jackie plays Dragon Lu, uh, who's like basically leads like a group of like Chinese special forces, like private private security company. Uh, and then there is a like I guess a Chinese old old uh, old fuck Chinese owned oil company in some kind of like middle of Iraq or or undisclosed desert country uh, that, you know, they're basically... We're like, going to say Iraq without yeah. saying Iraq. Well, it says Iraq in the uh, the wiki notes, but it, I don't think it ever said in the uh, in the movie. It was inferred. Uh, but yeah, like this... Rebels have been attacking this oil refinery, and so they are sent in to rescue the, the oil refinery finery in employees and one of them turns out to be Jackie's uh daughter. This is the reason why he kind of volunteered his his team to to go in and rescue these people. And then John Cena plays Chris Van Horn, uh kind of a former special forces, former private I contractor feel like a himself. A lot of times his actor name is Chris. It wasn't Peacemaker's name Chris as well. Pretty sure. It's like, all right, I'm just going to pick one fake name because I can't memorize a whole bunch of names. Whatever I am, I'm Chris. Chris whatever. All right, Chris whatever. I mean, I mean, dude, that's almost as, uh, like... Half the time, Jackie's just called Jackie in these movies. <laughs> I mean, what other name do you need? Like... <laughs> that's like uh, like one of the outtakes. The uh, the girl who plays the, uh, the uh, president of the... the the head oil boss and she's like i forgot your name <laughs> and he's like don't worry about it just call me call me big brother call me jackie whatever <laughs> character name it doesn't matter just call me jackie it's fine <laughs> we'll work with that <laughs> i don't know that almost would segue good into the thing i wanted to talk about but What's that's that? a bit further on uh, we're you know Fucking Cena's character is trying to assign everybody nicknames and comes to the tattooed. It's like tramp stamp. <laughs> yeah, his like apparently, like I said, he's former former private security guy, and like his team and his father got killed, and he's just, 
kind of retired to a small uh, village out in the middle of the desert, and he's like taking care of this, this these villagers, and their their well is supposedly going dry, and his brother is still kind of operating as a mercenary, and he's like. Hey man, like come join our, we're going to go raid this, uh, we're looking for an international criminal, which turns out to be bullshit, but they're trying to like convince him to join their team. And he's like, you know, kind of showed up to give him like his, I guess, cut of the money for setting something up. And he's like, so, you know, what do y'all call each other? Y'all got like team names? They're like, no. He's like, come on, man. That's like the number one thing of like team building. You got to have nicknames. He's like, you know, yeah. Lady, I'm going to call you, uh, uh Laura Croft. Cause you got a whole like Tomb Raider thing going on, uh. And one dude's like chewing a toothpick, your toothpick. Uh, I forgot what he called like the bald guy. Then he's like the one guy who looks like Chrome. The, no, or, was it bald eagle? Bald, bald eagle, eagle, yeah. And then you got one guy who looks like the uh, Diablo guy from uh, from a uh, uh, Suicide Squad, where he's just like full face tattoos. He's like you. Um, I'm, you got I'm, a lot going on. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'll have to get back to you. And he's like, see the whole every time he like calls him on the radio, he calls him something different. He's like tramp step. I'm not tramp step. <laughs> Scully, he's like just fucking keeps coming up with like uh, different names for him uh, as as they go. Yeah, I wonder how much of that was script and how much of that was improv. <laughs> oh yeah, it, it sounded pretty uh, improv-y, but it was it was good. But then yeah, it turns out the 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 his like I don't know guy who supposedly like works for the oil company is like he's like oh your you know pumps gone and your well's dry and he's like it cost you like a hundred thousand dollars to like fix it and he's like well this town's gonna die so yeah he's like all right i guess i'll join whatever my brother's stupid mission is because so he thinks there there is a international criminal hiding within the refinery crew so he's helping them attack the convoy of like fucking armored up buses that Jackie's trying to transport all the uh, civilian employees out of the, uh, out of it. And then it turns out to be bullshit. You know, they, they, they steal the, they steal the, the people that supposedly has the, and they found out his buddy that, you know, is the one that, uh, you know, tells me he's going to need a hundred grand to fix the well. is like actually like, Oh, this is a heist. I'm kidnapping these people to like rob the fucking oil refinery. And he's like, yeah, no, I've done what I've, signed up to do uh i'm out like y- y'all can send me my money when when you finish your shit but i'm y'all are sounding an awful lot like terrorists and not uh uh fucking uh bounty hunters or whatever i thought i was signing up for so yeah y'all can all like piss off i'm gonna go back to my my fucking uh <laughs> shack in the uh with, all, with the- all my cars that i have named although out in the middle of the hit, everybody had some badass toys. Like, where do you find all the parts, all the materials for this? Like, yeah, the fucking I'm like for a you know, fly by night uh, mercenary company. I mean, the the freaking uh, whatever razor side by sides with like mini guns and and fucking uh, rocket launcher, and then he's got like. The LMT truck with a jet engine on the back of it, so they can create a uh, a sandstorm to like uh, kind of obscure the, the heist. So like you know the other buses don't realize that you know someone's stolen one of their <laughs> two of their buses. 
But yeah, that was. I mean, yeah, these guys are pretty well well equipped for uh for a high. I mean, this well, was not like, even the, the fucking mini guns, but you know, like that shit was guided. Like that. Once again. This may not have been the greatest action movie of all time. Would have made hell of a video game, though. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there was helicopters, too. There's always a you know, boss battle with the helicopters. Like, I, I just kind of think that's funny that, you know, more and more movies are just following the video game mantra. Like, <laughs> okay, here's your mission. You're going to start out with, you know, fighting groups of folks. Uh, you get through the groups. All right, you've gravitated toward, you know, vehicle weaponry. Up, oh, you got through the vehicle weaponry. Great. Now, here's your stealth mission. All right, <laughs> you're done with the stealth mission. Now you're on to the final boss. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, Jackie sees uh, sees him, you know, uh, via, like, whatever, drone or satellite. Or how, however they fucking spot him and tracks him back to his... his uh, town and just kind of shows up while he's out there playing with the kids and like start throwing baseballs at each other <laughs> it's like they're like there's kids around so i can't like fight them but they're like just playing catch and he's like fucking whizzing that shit at him like harder and harder and fucking jackie's just like catching it with, like no glove just like and he's like oh this fucking dragon lou here's a pop that bad motherfucker for <laughs> oh and then but i think at the same time like that was for you know, Jackie's character to get a good read on what was really going on. Like, all right, so, yeah, you did kidnap, you know, some people we were trying to save, but you've got an entire village here that you've, you know, essentially been caring for, so you can't be all that bad. Yeah, you've, there's reasons for what you did. It's not like you're not in this for profit, and you've obviously, the people I'm looking for obviously aren't here, so you're not kind of, currently uh holding these people hostage and of course like you know after he leaves you know things kind of go south and uh you know main bad guy ends up killing his brother and like the rest of the mercenary team except for uh tramp stamp and uh one of the other guys that were kind of in on the whole like what we're really doing so they you know he goes to meet his brother to get his cut of the money and you know finds his like brother and his partner's dead and uh in a some kind of like french arms dealers hideout to like try to make it look the french guys uh killed him and of course they you know jackie shows up still thinking he's like the bad guy and they you know they kind of get into it and it's I, I love watching him and uh cena fight because like at one point, he tries to do, like, a hip throw on him, and he can't lift him. <laughs> it's like, he goes to do, like, classic hip throw, and he's like, this motherfucker's not moving. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's probably how it'd be if, like, Jackie really <laughs> tried to fight him. It's like, dude, you're, a, like, a like a fucking flea on my back. But he still keeps, like, just fucking coming at him like a spider monkey. <laughs> it's great. It's like, the speed versus just brute force is just a fun thing to <laughs> thing to watch. Yeah, the thing about the speed, though, is at brute force, you get wore out so much more easily. Yeah, you just gotta, you just gotta wait, you know, tire them down and, uh, wait for the odds to change in your favor. It's like, hold on, that dude's tired, but you know what? I'm also fucking tired. 
<laughs> we just call it a truce. <laughs> yeah. They kind of fight each other to a standstill. Then, like, the French guy shows up, and they're like, hey, where's my money? You're like, dude, we just got here. Everyone's dead. We don't know anything about your money. And they're like, okay. And they leave. And he's like, I think those guys want to shoot you. Why? He's like, because first time I met you, I wanted to shoot you. <laughs> and sure enough, they start, like, you know, freaking shooting the hell out of them. Uh, and them, too, like, just immediately goes to, like, you know, almost buddy cop partner shit where they're both like pinned down he's like he he grabs like an ak out of a box but there's no ammo and he's like hey need magazine he's like what kind he's like 762 and he's like okay and he's like just digging through boxes of ammo and then like takes him like throws him like a handful of bullets <laughs> he's like what the hell he's like he's like just fucking throw me a magazine he's like fucking magazines are empty too so he's over there trying to like find enough load the fucking magazine <laughs> and then when he's like uh you know he's like he throw me the grenades. He starts throwing him the grenades. He's like, yo, pulling the pin and chucking and him out the pin. Yeah, he's like, pull the pin. Okay. He like pulls the pin and then throws it to him. And he's like, motherfucker. He's like, <laughs> trying to throw it out the door. He's like, what? You said pull the pin. He's like, no, I said in the pin. Oh, pull the pin. Okay. He like, does it again. He's <laughs> like, God damn it. <laughs> That's it. We're going to hand signals. Only our hand signals are not universal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like giving him like the fucking hang loose. He's like, what? He's like, the dude comes up behind him. He's like, that was six o'clock. He's like, what? You know, one, two, three, four, five, six. So why did you say look fucking behind you or like point? He's like, no, that's, that's nine. <laughs> what? <laughs> no more hand signals. <laughs> then to find out Cena can actually speak Chinese. Yeah, because Jackie's on the phone. He's like, I'm dealing with an idiot. He's like, he's like, so by the way, what's your name? I thought my name was idiot. He's like, you speak Chinese? <laughs> kind of like uh, whatever rush hour when uh, all of a sudden Chris Tucker started uh, yeah, <laughs> talking Chinese. Like, I didn't know you taught Chinese. Like, you never asked. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that was one of the reasons I enjoyed this. Like, definitely brought back some Something of like the... a rush hour flashback. Yes. Like, more tactical rush hour. <laughs> I mean, but at the same time, like... There were a lot of elements that were just very comic bookish and over the top. Like, I don't, I don't, you know, what was that fire suppressant at one point that yeah, just turns cause... into a giant foam room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you know they 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 get the the lady that they're looking for, and they realize they don't have like the key that will actually because she locked the network at the at the refinery and they need this like special key fob to unlock everything so they can ship out the oil and and steal it we need the rsa key but we don't have the rsa key side quest (laughs) yeah so all that stuff is like in the bag with jackie's daughter so they're like you know they start killing the hostages like no no wait like my phone is with so-and-so like just track my phone so they go to raid like the village and gets into like a whole like <laughs> whole like running battle with uh jackie and uh john and then the like your know, villagers join in but yeah it's funny he's like you go high i'll go low and fucking dude like falls through the roof and lands on him he's like I- i'm good i'm okay he's like that's ah, fine like get the fuck off me he's like i thought you were going low i did and then i went high <laughs> I just went all the directions, everywhere at once. And Homeboy tries to get the high ground, they pull out the fucking RPG and blow up the damn tower he's in. It's like, oh shit. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, because I fell off my tower. Uh, and then, you know, uh, freaking tramp stamp is like, give us the key. And they're like, yeah, for some reason, why is it that he always has the explosives? What did it be? RPGs or the fucking, you know, underbarrel grenade launcher attachment like that never seems to run out of grenades. Yeah, that M203, it's like a single shot grenade launcher, and he's like just, doo, 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 just fucking shooting that thing. Uh, but yeah, you know, he gives them what they want. He's like, hey, I I don't care. Like, I'll give them the thing they want uh, because it'll get them out of my fucking village and save these people. But they're like, yeah, but he's going to like do all this shit. And you're like, all right, well, we'll go save the people and, and but we're going to get them out of this village first. And, but of course is like, yeah, like we need a vehicle. There's like no way we'll get there like fast enough. We got to get something that'll like bust through and like our, our, uh, our freaking razors are blown up. He's like, oh, I got us a vehicle. <laughs> Is it just me? Or I was like, that's a big concrete truck. Or at some point, did we see that it had, or, or I guess maybe that was the same truck they were using when they created the sandstorm, right? Yeah, it was the, it was the sandstorm truck. Big ass Azov. Which is like, why the fuck do you have that to begin with? He's just bored out in the desert. He's like, dude, I'm going to build me a jet truck. <laughs> I can get to Walmart real fast. <laughs> uh, I don't think there's a Walmart just in the middle of the desert there, Joe. Whatever the Iraqi version of Walmart is. Habib's world? I don't know. They gotta have some kind of, like, big, like, box store. You think so? There's gotta be some equivalent. Even if, hell, there may be, like, fucking, we we were in Iraq for a long time. There's got to be, like, western fucking stores there and shit now. I mean, There's they like... probably got a Waffle House. <laughs> Iraqi Waffle House. Uh, there's a Home Depot, you know, whatever. <laughs> Casa de Walmart. But yeah, the the fucking jet truck to to get him into the the facility was just just badass. But yeah, yeah, they, she tells him like that place is highly flammable, so no guns. So they get in there and you get like badass machete fights with all these like terrorist dudes that are dressed like ninjas for some reason. <laughs> I can I can tell you there is no Walmart in Iraq. I'm still, I still I like want to know what the Iraqi equivalent of a Walmart is. Because <laughs> every country has some kind of department store. Why are there no Walmarts in Iraq? <laughs> is that a Google suggestion? It's because they're all targets. Oh God damn it! <laughs> I forgot about that joke. <laughs> That's an old one. <laughs> Oh, fuck. <laughs> God damn it, you broke me with the dad jokes. <laughs> I was waiting for you to give me, like, a fucking, like, weird, like, Iraqi name for, like, a third apartment stores, and it's like, fucking targets. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Stepped in on that one. Yeah, just got to snap, motherfucker. <laughs> 
And then these are fucking smoky too. My eyes are starting to. <laughs> it's getting a little. You know what? It's here. smoky as shit, but you know, realistically, like my eyes aren't like burning or you know anything. Maybe maybe it's all just gravitated toward your end of the building. You're closer to the door, so you might have some like some air creeping in, and it's like all blowing it to like my side of the room. So did this have a like a Mad Max Fury Road vibe to you? Like it instead of this time, a, it was uh, oil instead of water. Yeah, it definitely could have. Uh, definitely could have been a. Uh, Mad Max. If it, it was, if it was a. Closing like in the in the, the. Uh, refinery everything's like high tech and new but like outside the refinery yeah it looked very much like everything's like burned out and shit I mean, it very much like a, you know it could have been a a mad max story if they made it just a little more apocalyptic yeah, apparently like original uh this wasn't the original title uh it was also x baghdad project x project extraction and snafu before they came up with hidden strike and originally it was supposed to be uh, starring Sylvester Stallone and Jackie Chan instead of uh, 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 John uh, Cena. Cena. I guess he uh, decided to go do another uh, Expendables movie instead of uh, instead of this one. Has Jackie teamed up with Sylvester? Not yet. I mean, uh, whenever Jet Li was in all the Expendables movie, and that's kind of been the rumor that Jackie was going to be in one of the future Expendables movies, but I've not. He wasn't in the last trailer, and it's like I said, it's not been like confirmed anywhere yet. But supposedly that was like one of the people they were trying to get of like old action actors that they keep uh, keep bringing into this thing. But I kind of want to see like a whole movie if they do like a sequel of this of Jackie's team. Like we got, they all look pretty like badass, like next gen like action kids, and then you know they they got a little bit of action kind of at the start of the movie during the uh, fighting off the the raid but then after the they kidnapped the uh, oil refinery people they escorted the rest of them the rest of the way to the green zone and left left uh, Jackie and his daughter like on their own so they didn't uh, beyond that first couple of action sequences we didn't get much participation out of the team until they like kind of show up at the end and be like we got a new mission boss and he's like looks at Sandy's he's like you want to come <laughs> it's like suddenly like we've saved the world or at least like the oil refinery. We're we're friends now. Let's go kick ass. And he's like, Yeah, yeah, it's you. I, I'll come with you guys. I fixed my well. My my work here in uh in this little village is done. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I've got my groove back. I'll go smoke some fools with you. <laughs> How Cena got his groove back instead of Stella? I do like their outfits too. Like their their whole like their mercenary outfits with the cool masks and shit. <laughs> You're right, it does look like this could be, like, fucking a Call of Duty game or something. Very, like, video game-esque. Yeah, I, I, you know, that was just the vibes I was getting. But I I, I play a lot more games than I watch movies. Whoa, that was exciting. Someone forgot to uh, mute their phone. I wonder who did that. That would be me. (laughs) I suck. (laughs) Oh. And, uh... But you alluded. Go to... ahead, caller. <laughs> uh, you, uh... Yeah, guys, uh, I was just listening to the podcast, and uh, 
you know, I, I gotta disagree with everything that you were saying. Uh, we, we were not over in Iraq because of uh, oil. You know, we were we were there for freedom and liberation, okay? Freedom fries, motherfucker. <laughs> Remember freedom fries? <laughs> when that was a thing. Oh. But yeah, you uh, you talked about earlier, when they get to the uh, the the kind of running fight in the uh, the refinery, when fucking he just picks up like a giant like pole and just basically starts like fucking knocking like five or six dudes off with like big ass stick. <laughs> it's like, I need a weapon. Like, give me like the, the most giant bow staff ever. <laughs> I guess, uh, you know, Napoleon would be proud because, you know, Cena proved he's pretty good with a bow staff. Exactly. But then they get into the... Apparently, you know, bad guys didn't get the memo about not using guns inside the uh, the facility. Nah, because... it's only for the good guys, you know. <laughs> bad guys don't care. Yeah, Their so trucks they... are already, you know, departed. Like, they got nothing to lose. They're, they're like, like, ah, we're cannon fodder. We're going to die anyway. Yeah, if it blows up, it blows up. <laughs> but, yeah, when they have the uh, the fight in the, like, control room and dudes, like, shooting at them with uh, fucking grenade launchers and shit and they're all, like, pinned down behind... Uh, behind uh, uh whatever control panels and like he's like i got a gun i don't have any ammo throw me some ammo and like both of them like he throws him the gun and he throws him the magazine he's like damn it what the hell <laughs> oh but he ends up like yo he's like wait i can distract him like while you go kick his ass and he's like i finally got your nickname man i figured it out we're gonna call you dead man <laughs> and then course jackie runs up tackles his ass through the uh through the glass and he's like go on you know stop the you know catch the rest of the guys i got this and they end up like fighting into that hallway and like setting off the uh you know he's like climbing after the uh the old people and so jackie like pulls out the fire suppressant hose that shoots like foam and then it breaks and it just starts dumping that shit everywhere and he ends up like i guess they're like safety cords or something like hooks uh hooks these like bungee cords to himself and it starts kind of like fucking like just bungee and like all over the room like while they're fighting in this like just head deep pile of foam it's like this is like something out of like fucking uh whatchamacallit uh fucking uh, not splinter cell uh it looks like some shit from like metal Gear solid <laughs> it's like Adri's like covered in like foam he's like no no like dead man is not your nickname you look more like Peking duck or something like that. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> but that was like one long ass like fight. But that, yeah, that whole like multi level with the fucking bungee cords and shit. It was like, all right, this is like some new sh new Jackie Chan shit. I like it. I, I kind of want to try it. You know, they got those you know trampolines with the bungee cords. Uh, there at the Mall of Georgia. What if we encase one of those and just fill it with a bunch of yeah, foam? a foam pit with a fucking uh, bungee trampoline thing set up. Yeah, that. Well, we used to have a trampoline park here in town. It went out of business. But yeah, that's what they need. They fill that place with foam. <laughs> I mean, they had a foam room at Netherworld. Like, can y'all just throw a trampoline in here? We want to try something. <laughs> I know a guy. I'd be like, hey, can we borrow your foam room? We just want to experiment. we got an experiment we want to try. <laughs> I kind of want to go to those. I keep seeing them, uh, like the rec rooms. Um Oh, or you just smash it? Yeah. Dude, they're so expensive, though. Yeah, there's a couple of those that have popped up in uh, in town now. I remember, like, I don't know if it was last year or year before. One of the years at Dragon Con, we talked to some random-ass dude, and he's like, I got a plan, man. I'm going to start, like, you know, 
a rage room here in you know we don't have any of them and now they're like there's like four or five. I don't know if anyone was actually this dude that said he was going to start one, but yeah, they like since they're we had that conversation, all that dude. Yeah, he's like we'll run into him this year and he'd be like, dude, I, I'm fucking rich as shit now. I start I own like five rage rooms. But yeah, like don't know if he was the one who actually did it, but yeah, that shit has like got a bunch of those since the we last. Kind of like hell, fucking there's escape rooms everywhere now. It's like, I remember back in the day, it was like, we used to see those things on the internet. Like, yeah, that's pretty cool. We should try that one day. And now they're like, fucking everywhere. Everyone's got an escape room. And we still haven't went. <laughs> I went to one <laughs> when Netherworld first opened theirs. Like, I went down there and tried it out. But yeah, that's the only escape room I've done. It's almost like our Blue Ridge train ride, <laughs> smoking cigars. Hell, they got one in Blue Ridge now, too, I think. An escape room up there, I saw an ad for. If we escape in time, we get to finally ride the train and smoke cigars. (laughs) We can never get out of this room. (laughs) This is our escape room. We've failed for like 10 years. We've not been able to get out of it. (laughs) The timer keeps running out and they let us out of the room. We've, we've, We've yet to figure out how to escape on our own. I love the videos where like people keep like oh, that was a very serious clue, and they just put it in an inaccessible location, so while the group's, like, huddled over in a corner trying to figure something out, somebody, like, sneaks in. It's like, oh, this is back on the counter now. Like, <laughs> Guys, how'd that get there? Oh. It's like the one thing. You're like, this thing's got to be a clue. Like, no, that was just a gag thing. Like, the clue thing is the thing you, you've ignored this whole time. <laughs> oh. Hell, we got one in coming. There's, like, an escape room in coming now, too. It's like, yeah, fucking things are everywhere. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, of course, Jackie's uh, daughter shows up uh, in Homeboy's, like, fucking, what was it, like an old Land Rover or something? And he's like, he's like, pulls a rifle out from under the seat. She's like, you just have a machine gun under your seat? He's like, of course I do. I'm American. We got guns everywhere. <laughs> this is normal. <laughs> and I'm like, can't argue with that. <laughs> Although, under the seat, that's an old dying principle, though. I mean... Like, that's kind of an inaccessible location. Well, see, that's where you store it when uh, when you're not... Uh, yeah, it's like... Like, I have a lockable case in my vehicle, and that's where it, things live when I'm, like, not in the vehicle. But when I'm in the vehicle, I take it out of the case, or I at least unlock the case where I can reach back and grab it if I need it. <laughs> that's just from when I'm, like, leaving the vehicle. I can put it in there and make sure it doesn't get, you know... Stolen. Well, apparently his whole vehicle got stolen, so I would encourage you to make your vehicle separate. <laughs> yeah. Now, you can't steal my vehicle right now. It doesn't run. <laughs> you would need a tow truck to steal that thing. I will flood Flintstone that bitch. <laughs> it's like, uh, I don't remember this hole being under my floorboard. <laughs> My truck is leaving at a very slow rate. <laughs> Don't worry, it's all downhill, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, she's trying to chase these uh, fucking off-road vehicles through the desert in this old ass, tr- and it just like goes off a jump, and like all the wheels pop off, and they roll it a couple times. And then fucking Jackie shows back up in the jet truck, and he's like, "Dude, I swear to God, if you give me a flat tire joke, I will kick your ass." <laughs> he's like, "No, I was not about to say anything." <laughs> We're not going to make it. Oh, we're totally going to make Yeah, you cleared the gap. You you failed to stick the landing, though. 
She's like, I'm sorry, Charlotte, or whatever the fucking... Susie, Susie come yeah. on now. Charlotte was the other vehicle. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I'm making shit up at this point. Charlotte and a web? <laughs> Charlotte was a spider. Like a fucking, uh, whatever, uh, old Mitsubishi spider. <laughs> of course that's what... No, you don't name your vehicles? No, I only name my guns. That's another very American thing to do. And my Glock 19 is named Kevin. Why? Because the serial number was KVN. <laughs> so I'm like, you are now Kevin. <laughs> I thought you had a Russian Glock. His name is going to be Kev. <laughs> Kiev. No, I call my Mossberg my Jew friend. <laughs> Yeah, we gotta do it. We gotta run some shotguns, man. I need to get my, I need to get my scatter gun technologies. Uh, shotgun off layaway. <laughs> hey, there's a uh, shotgun class of tactical response coming up in December. I'm trying to uh, get booked as soon as I can finish paying it off. Figure it's going to be cold, dude. That would be bad. You start running and gunning, you get warm real quick. <laughs> it's uh, like. We can't move. There's eight feet of snow on the ground. Believe me, I've been to Camden in July. You don't want to take a summer class. It's hot as balls. Either you you want to either go early in the year or late in the year, like when it's not fucking 100 degrees in Tennessee. Should go out west. Do one in like negative 17. <laughs> oh. Go to uh, a fucking Thunder Ranch up in uh, Oregon. In the middle of winter. <laughs> Somewhere we could drive snow cats. They did a fucking helicopter class up at Camden, speaking of like video game stuff, where they were like shooting shit out of a helicopter. I'm like, I don't know what that class cost. It was like they were hosting it for somebody. I'm like, that's a bucket list class. I, I want to go take the fucking door gunner class. <laughs> that looked fun as shit. I watched some, some videos they did of it. I'm like, I mean, hell, you can go to Texas and shoot hogs from a helicopter with machine guns. I'm like, that's, that's another bucket list <laughs> item. I like my bacon crispy. That's like one of my uh, one of my students uh, going off to college, and he's like moving to Austin to go to University of Texas. I'm like, dude, I'm jealous. Like, every gun tuber I follow lives in like just outside of Austin. <laughs> I was like, in hell, half the podcasts I listen to are, are studios are in Austin. I'm like, dude, I just need to come visit you so I can go check out, go visit all, like, you know, Bunker Branding and Demo Ranch and Drinking Bros and all those dudes. I was like, can I come crash on your couch? <laughs> A lot of couch references today. I don't remember there being a couch in this movie. Not in the movie. <laughs> oh. So, what do you, you think Jackie still got it? Like, has he, has he slowed that, slowed, slowed down any at, uh, at nearly 70 or is this still just as badass as dude, our previous uh, entries I'm, in the, in the Jackie lore? This dude is doing shit at 70 that, I don't think I could do at 38, okay? <laughs> like, 
Yeah, I'm 44. I'm in the best shape I've ever been, and I'm still not Jackie Chan shape. Like, I might be able to do some of that shit once, but I'm going to hurt for like a week after. <laughs> I'm definitely not going to be able to do it uh, consistently like uh, he does. Like, I, like, I, like, I'm like, yeah, I could do that, and then like the next day, I'd be like, oh fuck, I can't move. I gotta go to the chiropractor again and get like the part tear my head off. <laughs> I'm feeling that. I got about right there is where it stops today go about that far that way like but yeah I, I definitely think he's still got it like yeah this is, you know some people you look at like hell fucking Harrison Ford in the new Indiana Jones movie you're like that guy's got to be close to re- like retirement I don't know if there's many more action movies in his uh you know in his career but Jackie you're like dude still looks like he's in his 40s I mean Maybe 50s. He does not look 70. I mean, he's still... He could still keep going for... Uh, I don't think he's anywhere near retirement, because uh, he's still... we got to get him in the new uh, Expendables movie. I, like I, Now that I've... It's been a few years since I've seen a Jackie Chan movie. Now I've seen this. I'm like, God damn, we Yeah, we need to start having more Jackie Chan movies. I mean, I mean, hell, he's probably made a shitload of, like... Like, Chinese, like, Jackie Chan movies. But as far as, like, the big budget like American action movies that he kind of was doing there for a while. We haven't had one of those in a while. And like, I, I definitely, I like seeing him with like the buddy cop. They like fucking some of his best movies I liked is, uh, is the, uh, is him and Owen Wilson, him and, uh, Chris Tucker and now him and John Cena. I like him with like a, a sidekick that, uh, it, it, it kind of adds, I guess, to the, the comedy of it, having him with an unlikely, uh, <laughs> an unlikely partner. I, I like that formula in my, in my Jackie Chan movies. Maybe we'll get a guest starring role. He'll show up as somebody on, uh, the next season of, uh, Peacemaker. <laughs> Can we get Jackie Chan playing some random ass hero on, uh, on Peacemaker? Uh, James Gunn. Can you make that happen? That would be sweet. I was like, <laughs> they're, they're rebooting Batman and everything else. Like, fucking make Jackie Chan Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, or do, do a uh, remake of, uh, of uh, what's the one with Bruce Lee? Was the original, uh, the, the not the Green Lantern, the Green Hornet. Remember, like the Green Hornet's like sidekick was uh, his his uh, chauffeur was like Bruce Lee in the original series. Yeah, do that, but like like an old an old version of that with Jackie Chan as uh, as that Bruce uh, Bruce Lee character. It's been so long. I mean, the Green Hornet was a DC character, so you could have the Green Hornet and Kato show up in uh, in Peacemaker or. Suicide Squad or any of these fucking future James Gunn DC movies. I'm just trying to think. Like, to see Jackie Chan, like... Fire me up. Cross over into, you know, the superhero realm. I mean... Dude's already almost larger than life, like, just I watching... Mean, the shit he survived, he's already, like, a real... <laughs> a real-life superhero. Alright, here's... Here's the, uh... The, uh... I mean, we gotta work on, like, non, uh... 
movie questions. Uh, we'll get into that later. Um, we've seen Jackie with Owen Wilson. We've seen him with uh, Chris Tucker and now John. Say- Who's another big actor that you would love to see like Jackie Chan paired with in another movie? Who's his American uh, sidekick for a future film? Oh, God. I want to need to think about that one for a minute. I think Ryan Reynolds would be a good uh, Jackie. Uh, that would just be comedic, uh, hilarity all the way around. Fucking Jackie Chan and Deadpool. Well, I mean, hell, Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool in everything he is, whether he's in the costume or not. De- or Deadpool's fucking Ryan Reynolds. So, yeah, Jackie Chan and Ryan Reynolds together. Or, hell, we got The Rock and Statham. What about Statham and Jackie Chan? I could that see that, a... you know, the, the grit of Statham. Yeah. Although, Ryan... Like, that, those would just be two entirely different movies, though. Like, him and, you know, Ryan Reynolds would just be fucking... rolling on the floor laughing type shit. I don't know, him and Statham, and they... Go to a darker, grittier aspect yeah, we do it like with a, Chan and state like yeah, like uh, like something in that kind of genre of the foreigner, where it's like a like a serious uh, action movie, which like I said, that was surprising out of Jackie Chan. He's not done a lot of like kind of serious movies, so yeah, him and Statham in like a like a serious, gritty like fucking like detective drama or some shit that just happens to involve some kung fu. That would be be interesting. That or maybe like a Hugh Jackman, like Hugh Jackman, <laughs> you know, fucking gritty, you know. We get a uh, what was that movie he did with the the Rock'em Sock'em Robots? Steel was it? Was it Steel something? Fuck, I can't remember the one where he has like it's like a boxing movie, but they they're using like you know robots. It's like. Jackie Chan is like the new guy. He's got to, you know, they got to defend their, t- they make a sequel to that. And they got to defend their title. And Jackie Chan is like the trainer for the, uh, the opposing bot. <laughs> so his, uh, real steel, that's the name of it. So yeah, he's, his bot's got to fight a, like a Kung Fu bot <laughs> trained by Jackie Chan. With, with AI technology and everything else. Yeah, I could see that. It's like the new Apollo Creed. <laughs> it's like Rocky too, but with robots. <laughs> God, AI is replacing everything. Uh, yeah, I mean, all the Hollywood... You know, hey, we're not in any unions, so all the uh, writer strikes, uh, actor strikes, me and Brad are available. You need to write some fucked up shit. We, you know, we've got 214 episodes of podcasts of us talking about fucked up shit, so Hollywood, you know, if, if you're hurting, you know, I'll let you boys. We'll, we'll, t- we'll take uh, all that money to, to write something really fucked up for you. <laughs> uh... We can't get this under an NC-17. Um, <laughs> that's going in the scrap bin. We're going to end up on, like, stutter or something. <laughs> like, 
Uh, we're a Netflix original. <laughs> we, we may not be like theatrical, but we can definitely write y'all some Netflix movies. <laughs> well, for us, probably Prime would be a better host because you know we'd we'd write shit like the boys. We're probably gonna be on like fucking Apple TV, okay? <laughs> the the subscription that nobody has. Yeah, we're, we're fucking Hulu. We're not, we're not even good enough for Paramount Plus. <laughs> but I mean, the boys just sounds like some fucked up conversation we've we've had. Like, what if Superman was an was an asshole? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. We we could definitely. We'd uh, just probably end up with a twelve second clip on you know what used to be rotten dot com. <laughs> I fucking remember Live Leak. That's where you went for all the murder videos. <laughs> So as we kind of wrap this up, uh, what are you thinking of uh, our cigar here? I, I think I need to order another couple bundles of these once these uh, run out. Yeah, I'm really curious to see. Like, I mean, the Connecticut's probably a little too light for me, but I might try. Dude, the, the, the get a get a the bundle. San Andreas of the, uh, Maduro is is lovely. I mean, you know, you get. A little bit of the, you know, spice mixed with some of the sweetness. Because um, our last order of shirts, he sent me a bunch of, like, samples. So I had a couple of the Connecticut's, a couple of the Habanos, and a couple of the Maduro's. So the uh, the Habanos weren't bad either. So next time I may order a bundle of these and a bundle of uh, the Habanos. Just to... So were the Habanos a little bit spicier? Than... Yeah, a little, little more. Not as much strength, but a little more pepper. Yeah, and see, I I think that's one of the reasons why I like a... You know, Maduro thrown in there just for that flavor contrast, you know? I mean, I do that a lot with Like, with the foods. Connecticut's are tasty, but yeah, it's definitely a little mild for my palate. But yeah, next time I order some, I may get two bundles and get a bundle of these and a bundle of the the Habanos. Just a, just a very thing, uh, a, uh, very things up. And if you want to order your own bundles of cigars, or if you're egomaniacs like us and need, uh, you know, your own designed label on your cigars check out real men smoke cigars uh, there'll be a link in the uh show notes to their cigar selection and while you're there pick up a, a shirt I, I got three brand new shirts to wear to dragon con this year uh so you know if you see us check us out i'll probably be wearing one of their uh i even got an hawaiian uh cigar nerd shirt uh may may wear that to the meetup uh bring out the hawaiian shirt <laughs> be festive for our uh <laughs> cigar meetup but that's all we got for you this week. Uh, if you're on the YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. And if you're on the audio show, stay tuned. We still got a couple more segments to go.
yourself, is the Flopcast the right podcast for you? Do you have trouble picking a favorite Weird Al song, Karate Kid sequel, or Justice League Detroit member? Are you obsessed with Cousin Oliver from The Brady Bunch, Vicky the Captain's daughter from The Love Boat, or Vicky the Robot from Small Wonder? Do you think Cindy Lauper's We Are the World solo is the most important event in history? You have half an hour a week for something completely stupid. Then the Flopcast might be the right podcast for you. We're on the ESO Network and at flopcast.net. And welcome back. It's time for some science. I'm ready to get educated on some topics. I'm surely probably going to wait. I could forget. <laughs> well, first up, we can figure out what music you're listening to based on your brain activity. Whoa. Brutal. Metal. Speaking of which, I think fucking... Metalocalypse is playing like the same weekend as Dragon Con. Yeah, that, like, that show. You fuckers sh- need to come play at Dragon Con. Yeah, that that show sold out a long time ago. Oh though, yeah. My <clears throat> well, uh, at least we got to see them. A new study has broken. Yeah, and like the fucking tickets were stupid expensive. Uh, has broken new ground, yeah, dude, showing baby that, metal. You know, hella yeah. fans. <laughs> that it's possible to reconstruct a song that someone was hearing from only their brain activity patterns. Uh. Kind of what's uh, kind of one of the things that this is, will improve is with brain computer interfaces. Basically, people we've been able to recreate speech based on brain waves, kind of like Stephen Hawking's, but it's more like someone imagining a keyboard and typing stuff in their hand and their hand in their head, which comes out very robotic. We've not been able to really figure out how to make synthetic speech sound like normal kind of speech patterns. Uh, So this new study, uh, basically people were basically getting MRIs, brain scans while listening to music and the computer AI tracking, like the kind of the the brain activity was able to reconstruct uh, not only the words, but the music that the person was listening to. Uh, In this case, it was uh, some Pink Floyd uh, that and you know in the the reconstructed version you can I mean it doesn't sound exactly like the original Pink Floyd but enough that you can understand what it was that person was uh, listening to so this being able to kind of figure out what parts of the brains are activated thinking about speech and not think having to think about like you know like I said that the, the keyboard in your head uh, will be able to produce. Um, artificial uh speech that sounds more like natural speech uh so they're hoping with this you can i would like of... to pick a song <laughs> so uh you're hoping with this you can kind of just like think about what you want to say and the computer will say it versus ha- like having to like basically see type that's kind of dangerous there's a lot of thoughts that come across my brain that's like man i'm glad that wasn't out loud <laughs> yeah they need to develop an ai filter it's like like a, a something pops up like do you really want to say fuck this guy <laughs> yes yes I, I i absolutely want you to say <laughs> there maybe had to be like a you know you had to approve the thing before the uh the robot uh speaks your your thought joe fucked a guy what <laughs> here's what you you got one of those robot boss you're just like damn check out that ass and it's like what i mean uh sorry i was thinking that i there was a field of donkeys i didn't uh the the computer didn't give me the uh 
Yeah, that was the, a funny uh, part of that movie that we forgot to talk about. Like, uh, which, which scene, when Cena's sitting down in front of Jackie after, like, you know, and he's talking about it, like, man, so what's the story with her? That booty, though. And it's like, I'm her father. Like, it's like, I noticed there was no, like, uh, you know, chemistry between you two. So uh, if it's okay, man, like, she's kind of hot, dude. Like, that ass, you know, he's like, it's my daughter, asshole. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I totally see that now. <laughs> And the outtakes was like way worse. The things he was saying. <laughs> so yeah, if you're not set through the credits, like you got you got to watch some of uh, uh some of that. Ah, uh, and here's another one. You're you're a spider collector. You've 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 had some spiders. Um, well, apparently, tarantulas are out on the streets of San Diego looking for love. I mean, shit, I'm looking for love. <laughs> I love love. Well, apparently, uh, in Southern California, mainly in uh, uh, San Diego and the surrounding area, there are two tarantula species that I guess have a very specific uh, mating time, and this is the time of the year where they uh, crawl out of their holes and, and go looking for females. So if you're a if you if you like picking up uh, some free tarantulas, the uh, California black tarantula and the San Diego bronze tarantula are going to be out in big numbers looking looking for that spider ass right now. So uh, if you're in that area, there may be like you know hordes of fucking. It's not it's not the end times. This is a, a normal thing that happens every couple of years. So uh, yeah, keep a lookout from uh, uh, like roaming tarantulas. Yeah. You know. I mean, I've kept tarantulas and, you know, everything else. And I'll be like, I run into one in the wild, though, and I'm going to be like, is that one of the harmless tarantulas? <laughs> or is that one that's going to make me hate my life for a week? Uh, well, it, it it says these are, are, are probably New World tarantulas. They're, yeah, they're not. Uh, the ones out in the streets are not, uh, not going to be that harmful, but it doesn't say if they're. They're definitely not lethal, but it doesn't say if they're not the ones that are going to just bite you for the, for shits and giggles. Well, I mean, most tarantula bites are, you know, more like from a New World species anyway. It's going to be like a mosquito bite. Like, unless you're susceptible to anaphylactic shock or something, you know, you're going to be like, I got a bump on my arm and it itches. <laughs> but, yeah, some of the Old World species... um, And apparently the females tend to eat the males, so yeah, it says basically... uh. Females, uh, you know, lay orb webs full of eggs, and the males try to like fucking ninja in and uh, and spray their seed and get the fuck out before they get caught and eaten. So a lot of the males will not survive this uh, summer breeding season. Uh, you know, a female tarantula has a life expectancy of around twenty five years, but the males only live uh, five to eight uh, and typically die within six months after after mating if they don't get you know caught in the act. Yeah, I mean, even, sooner. you know, like, breeders, like, you know, they'll put the male and the female in, you know, a, a housing, and it's like, all right, the deed is done, hurry up, get the male out of there, <laughs> like. Yeah, it's like, yeah, how many of us have been in that same position? But <laughs> how many of you us... finished mating, we gotta get him out of here, this bitch is crazy. <laughs> but then again, like, if you're gonna go... It's like, all go right... Go with a smile, as uh, the Joker says. Spread my seed... You know, I'm in my happy state. <laughs> Maybe it'll be quick. <laughs> oh. Well, you know, speaking of that rocket truck uh, from the movie, 
NASA is conducting tests on rockets that will become the first to launch from the surface of an alien planet. Basically, these rockets will be part of the Mars Ascent vehicle, uh, which is going to be in the next uh, uh, the Mars uh, mission uh, set to launch in June of 2028, uh, where it will begin a two-year journey to the planet and will collect several samples. And for the first time, you know, this uh, Ascent vehicle will relaunch from uh, from Mars to bring all these samples back to Earth uh, for for study here. So yeah, right now they're doing tests on these solid rocket engines uh, to become the first to launch from a non-Earth planet. I wonder how big of a sandstorm they'll create. (laughs) Yes, it's uh, basically this launch vehicle will launch from Mars and meet up with a recovery vehicle in Mars orbit that will then bring the samples back to Earth. According to MAV Propulsion Manager Benjamin Davis at NASA's Marshall Space Flight Center. And Hellgate's start opening. Oh, yeah, they're going to bring back some Doom shit. So get your get your uh, your fucking Doom guns, uh, your double barrel shotguns ready. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm going BFG. Dude, have you seen Kentucky Ballistics' uh, Doom Slayer shotgun? He got a double-barreled 8-gauge shotgun that looks like the one from Doom. And he even had custom shotgun shells made that have, like, they're, like, all brass casing, and they have uh, Kentucky Ballistic in the Doom Slayer font. So it looks like some of the right, the hell writing from Doom. <laughs> it looks badass. But a fucking double 8-gauge double-barrel, that thing kicked like a motherfucker, I bet. <laughs> That's a serious fucking uh, wrist wrist breaker there. That's what I'm gonna take when I take my fighting shotgun course. <laughs> Be like, I got something. <laughs> yeah, I got a coach gun. <laughs> Break that out. Like, what the fuck? Well, we yeah you know, we talked about movies kind of imitating video games. Well, scientists are using video games to predict what people will do when the world ends. All right, so they just fire up Grand Theft Auto and <laughs> close. Uh, basically, uh, yeah, there's kind of no way to really like predict how you know people would you know act in an actual real world uh, event. So uh, the team used a big uh, MMORPG, uh, like uh, World of Warcraft. Uh, it was uh, called Arc Age for their experiment, uh, and it took place during a beta test where players were left to play as normal, completing quests, exploring, leveling up, hoarding equipment, whatever. But they were told at the end of 11 weeks, the server would be deleted and all their progress and characters would be lost. You had to simulate kind of a world-ending event that you knew was was uh, going to come. And they they the kind of the outcome like they found out that they didn't just kind of go buck wild because this, this there was no uh you know reason to uh kind of maintain things uh they believed the deletion would provide a good proxy for the end of the world giving players no consequences for their actions and that did happen with you know some people went uh full sociopath and were like fuck it let's just uh kill everybody since you know game's ending anyway but, uh, you know, a lot of people just kind of kept playing the game. 
or others kind of just uh, spent more time socializing and stopped completing missions and side quests and just spent more time kind of socializing and, and meeting with other players uh, in the game. So if you, for some people, like, forward progress stopped because they're like, hey, there's no reason to keep going. But only a small number just went, like, fucking Mad Max and decided to execute everyone. <laughs> See, I think... I don't know. I haven't played that particular game. But, you know, there's... You know, several out there where, like, they're set in the zombie apocalypse era. Yeah. And, I mean, you truly got to go and find fuel and, you know, feed your, you know, yourself as well as, you know, anybody in your established camp, gather resources. Like, I kind of feel like, you know, an approach like that would be like, oh, well, I can kill everybody, but I'm still going to need all these resources and other things if I'm going to survive, like. Well, as well as if you know there's no survival, like the literally the world was ending in this game, and they said that, you know there was, it was, way more peaceful than they thought it would be. Like some characters just went on with you know the kind of their daily activities as they normally would up until it ended. So that's it. If you uh you know if we have an apocalypse, uh, look for the gamer groups. <laughs> They're going to be the peaceful ones, you know, and, and some of them like, like I said, abandon kind of any forward progression and since there was kind of no point in it, and then others like. A even smaller, like the vast majority just kind of kept playing with a smaller group just kind of gave up. And then an even smaller group, it was like, fucking let's just do the purge. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see what group uh, we, we fall into when that, when that big asteroid heads this way. Giant meteor 2024, man. That's got my vote, but that's all I got for you this week. We'll be right back with some news. And now it's time for all things nerdy in the nerd news. And welcome to nerd news. Yeah, news. So as we approach, you know, the holiday, Halloween. I mean, Halloween's a big holiday. I always look forward to. I mean, um, yeah, like fucking the whatever spiller Halloween stores are already starting to open. If you yeah. have an abandoned business near you, you may get one. Absolutely. Um, well, I mean, you don't have to save this for Halloween, but, uh, you know, fans of the Resident Evil franchise may want to know that there is a humble, uh, umbrella event going on right now where you can get all 12 Resident Evil games for only 35 bucks. Hells yeah. If you bought everything individually, that would be almost $335. Um, Damn. So you'll get Resident Evil Zero Village, which includes the remakes of Resident Evil 2 and 3, uh, Resident Evil Revelations, Revelations 2, and a coupon for the Resident Evil Village Winner's Expansion. Um, the beauty of this is uh, this also, you know, each person supports One Tree Planted, a nonprofit that aims in helping the environment by planting trees. So avoid the zombie yay. apocalypse by playing the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Um, if you're interested in this bundle, uh, it does expire on August 24th, so um, not a lot of time left. But it was one that I picked up because I was like, "Hell's yeah!" Like, even though I already played the Resident Evil 2 remake and stuff, it was kind of cool to be like. I now have almost a complete arsenal at my disposal. <laughs> nice. Um, 
Moving right along here, you know, fans of horror comedy and uh, holiday-themed movies, uh, we are getting Werewolf Santa. Hmm. So Santa Claus turns into a werewolf and terrorizes a uh, town on Christmas Eve. Are we getting a release this year? Because we haven't picked a, a, a Christmas movie for this uh, this year yet. <laughs> so this is currently slated to release in the United Kingdom and North America November 23rd, if everything holds. Hells yeah. Um, I You know, oh, what was the fucking movie that came out last year that was so badass? Oh, uh, not Fat Man. No. The other Santa, where he goes full Nordic and shit. We yeah, we talked about. It. Now I can't remember what the fuck it's called. But it wasn't Silent Night, was it? Or oh, that might have been it. Maybe I don't know. I can't remember the name. Oh no, you keep talking. I'll Google. Um, but yeah, you know this will feature Santa Claus. He turns into a werewolf on Christmas Eve, wreaks havoc on a small uh, seaside town. With a local YouTuber setting off an adventure to save Christmas from the Violent Night. Violent Night. That was it. I was close. But I think this is going to lead into a shit ton of spinoffs, um, if successful. Okay, we'll Probably have Zombie Santa, Santa zombie. Vampire Santa. Or do they go other holidays? We get, like, uh, z- uh, fucking Vampire Easter Bunny. <laughs> Z- zombie turkeys. I mean, I can remember, you know, Attack of the Six Foot Bunnies. Um, <laughs> I mean, that was kind of would have been great to be set on an Easter, but I don't know. We got Leprechaun and Leprechaun in the Hood. We've got, you know, <laughs> um, Valentine's Day. That was what's a... a good Labor Day film? I don't, I don't know if there is has been one it'll probably be like labor day but instead of you know work unions and stuff it's actually like a lady that gives like some <laughs> like i saw a trailer for a thing that may have already been out a long time ago and just wasn't on my radar called teeth oh where, yeah you know yeah i remember teeth um that that might be a good labor day <laughs> <laughs> apparently there's a movie called labor day came out in 2013 um, I mean, we got Thanks Killing, you know, uh, there's other several giant turkey killing films. Something about a depressed single mom and her son, Henry, offer a wounded, fearsome man a ride. <laughs> it turns out to be an escaped convict. Yeah, so apparently it's some kind of weird horror movie. Okay, alright. Maybe something to check out, possibly. How how terrible can it be? I'll have to watch the trailer after we sign off and see <laughs> what Labor Day is all about. Um, so, we know that Netflix canceled Warrior Nun, um, but apparently the series was not the end. Looks the nuns like aren't done the, uh, the nuns will return as a trilogy of films. And it's kind of, I mean, I I liked Warrior Nun the seasons. Um, yeah, like as as like a Netflix series, it, I I enjoyed it. So yeah, I'm glad that they're not ending that story, and uh, we're gonna get at least three more uh, outings. Uh, or is it gonna be? Do we know if it's gonna be on a different streaming service or if it's gonna be an actual like theatrical release? Uh, bu- 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 
Uh, I think it's going to continue to be on Netflix. So oh, I think Netflix okay. has picked up the three films. Nice. So, you know. I, you know, the the only thing with it... Like, sometimes I like series... Because you do, you're not necessarily limited to that hard time crunch. Of yeah, you get like yeah. two hours of runtime, so you know there's more story or you know more exploration, you know deeper involvement that you know with the yeah. Series. In reality, like three movies are going to be probably about the same runtime as one season. So basically, we're getting season three. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Some of these movies, like our shows on Netflix or wherever, it's like yeah, it's it's. Kind of nice having like an eight-hour story instead of a a two-hour story. Uh, yeah, because you normally like six to eight episodes is like the minimum. You know, sometimes thirteen. But yeah, it's like you gives you a chance to kind of tell a much deeper story. Because there's a lot of them that you you know getting filler episodes, but I I didn't really feel that much with the Warrior Nun. It seemed like every episode was had some meat to it. It, it wasn't just filling time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, something to fill time. And, dude, any, anything involving Ninja Turtles. Like, I just get sucked in. I'm yeah, like, I've, not, uh, I've not watched the, the new movies out now, but I've not, uh, I've I have not, not seen it, it, yet, it yet. But um, there was a reveal trailer, although it doesn't reveal much of anything, um, for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles The Last Ronin. Which, that was an interesting game. comic uh, so, yeah, series. So, yeah, that was a, you know, five-issue comic series, and the game is, are, those five comics are being adapted into a game by THQ Nordic. Yeah. I'm expecting this to come with an M rating for oh, it yeah, to be... Oh, yeah, it'll probably be pretty violent, because the, I say, you know, most of us grew up on Ninja Turtles in the, like, the, the cartoon era, but like the comics were always like really fucking violent. And this, this, uh, the last Ronin was basically like a kind of a little bit in the future, kind of a, almost a post-apocalyptic, but all the turtles were dead except for one. And he was kind of like carrying on. He, 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 he carried like all, I think it ended up being Raphael. Cause like at first no, they it didn't, was, uh, Michelangelo. Ah, I it was. Yeah. So they didn't, cause it, when it started off, it didn't, re- cause he wasn't wearing a mask anymore. And he had like all the turtles weapons, and but it didn't reveal who he actually was until a couple of issues in. So yeah, this this will be a. And fucking Michelangelo is like using the more lighthearted one. Him being like the last guy and going. Yeah, all I mean, you would and, think and that would be a, a be Ralph because Ralph, you know, has a tendency to. He's already pretty gritty and violent, yeah. but yeah, Mikey crossing that edge is going to be uh, be interesting. So I, I I don't know. I mean, just the visual style that was shown here. I mean, speaking was... of Jackie Chan, that's who's playing Splinter in the new animated movie that we've not had a chance to see yet. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I I don't know. I, I mean, I'm curious. We do know that the game will be released on PS5, Xbox Series X and S, as well as PC platforms. So so, um, definitely something to to check out and. Uh, as as we kind of wrap up here these last few moments, wanted to talk about this year's Dragon Con. You know, we've we've got you know some of the screenwriter strikes and other stuff going on. Like, yes, yeah, so we don't know what's going to happen this year because we've spoiler we've got approved for non Walk of Fame and Walk of Fame guests, but the kind of what we were told was you're not going to allowed to be asked allowed to ask questions about things people have been in or going to be in so don't know how that's going to affect panels if that's only for kind of media well uh, I, but it'll be able to talk about whatever in panels we're kind of yet to 
see how that's going to I, go. I, I think it's going to play out this way, right? Like, you can't reference Lord of the Rings, but we can sit, oh, some small people in, you know, a shire. Like, <laughs> it's inferred, but this it's is... not, you know, directly talked about. Yeah, and, you know, with the panels, that's people who have paid to be there. It's not going out to the general public like a media broadcast would, so... But they I may think, be, they may have a little more freedom but I think too, in the, uh, like panels the, than they do in like interviews. The, I think so much of it is going to be dependent on the actor and actress or whoever. Like, hey, yeah, this I, is this is not San Diego Comic Con. This is a fan run convention. So, yeah. and you, you know, know, Dragon Con may be covering their ass, but Helen is not to ask those questions. We'll see once we get there. I pretty much. Submitted a list of the 10 people I wanted to talk to. We'll see how many of those get approved. But I guess we'll play it by ear. I'm like, maybe this stuff will all wrap up. Maybe we'll get there and they'll be like, hey, we'll talk about whatever. Or maybe it, they won't. And like, this may be the first. Cause normally, like. But I think at the same time. I like time, our interviews feeling like more like a conversation. So yeah. normally I don't pre-write questions. But this well, year I, mean, I may just... have to come up with a list of generic questions just in case that's what we end up being stuck but asking. I, at the same time, like. You know, people cast from Stargate, Star Trek, SG-1, shows that have, you know, ran 20, 30 years, and it's just like, it, a lot of times yeah, I can it becomes not the promoting same new things, but hashed out conversations that have sort of already been had. Like, I, I kind of feel like this might be, like, sometimes some of my favorite interactions have nothing to do with stuff that people have worked on, but learning about that individual just as a person. Like, yeah. oh shit, we both piss and shit and eat too. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, so this year I'm definitely going to have to like come up with a list of like potential conversation questions uh, so I don't just fall back to asking them. And I'm also going to go through the list and be like, all right, how many of these people I requested are cigar smokers so I can ask some cigar questions at least. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll see how that goes. And also, like, if you if you are there, Hit us up. We'll come have a cigar with you. Or if you're coming to the Dragon Con Cigar Meetup Thursday night at the Red Phone Booth, this is the 10th anniversary of the Dragon Con Cigar Meetup. Uh, one of the founders, uh, our buddy Tim, uh, he did an interview on uh, the 50 Days of Dragon Con podcast. Uh, you can find that wherever where, wherever that we, we've kind of had some scheduling stuff, not been able to get him on, on our show. But, you know, hell, we'll be down there. We'll... Be talking to whoever we can talk to, uh, celebrity and non-celebrity alike, and generating generating content as usual. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll be there hanging out. Uh, hit us up. Uh, love to have a cigar with you. Meet as many uh, listeners as we can. Uh, but that's all we got for you this week. Check us out on CigarNerdPodcast.com. We're on the ESO Network at ESONetwork.com. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at CigarNerdPod. We're on the YouTubes uh, at CigarNerdPodcast. And remember, if you're going to strike, make sure it's a hidden strike. And this has been a recording of the Cigar Nerd Podcast. We're your hosts, Smokin' Joe and Brad Jackson. Join us next time for more adventures in nerddom. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, 
your station for all things geek.